Hey everybody, producer Ryan here. Uh, you might notice something different about this episode. It is the first time that all of the comics on the show asked to be cut from the podcast. As I think most of you know, our policy has always been to give the comics the option to cut their sets or include it on the podcast. We knew it was going to happen sooner or later. Um, actually, and it took about two years, so I would say this qualifies as later. But we're still putting the show out for you guys. Cameron and Rhea obviously have some good stuff on there. And there's a chat with uh, Kumail Nanjiani, a chat with Louis Katz. So, so give it a listen. And some good news. Tomorrow we have a bonus episode coming out from uh, San Francisco Sketchfest that was recorded just a couple weeks ago. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And hope you enjoy the show. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your What's up, everybody? Hands Thanks for coming out to the UCB. Your- in here right now. Is that happening? Do you guys, is there a fire? What's going on? Does anyone else smell? Are we okay? What a weird entrance where I immediately, you guys, let's get the fuck out of here. The exits are there and there's one through there. Come on in. You might be entering your death. Get over here. Uh, I would recommend these seats. There's so many of them. There's a few and then you should sit right there by the friends that you know but you guys should come over here. Great job. Different waters for different gals. I'm a Pellegrino man myself. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Still a slow filter. Just gonna let it happen. Get in here. Come on up. Don't stress about it. Relax and don't worry. Enjoy yourself. You didn't bring any water at all. You guys, I'm your host, Cameron Esposito. There was almost a fire. People came in. I'm still your host, Cameron Esposito. You should clap. Go ahead and clap. It's okay. I just want to reset the energy. Things got kind of weird. Um, guys, what a great show we've got tonight. The comics are in back. They can hear you. Let's hear it for those comics. And, hey... Great news. I have a co-host on the show, um, and usually she comes out later in the show. Tonight, she's coming out right now. Let's hear around for Rhea Butcher. You guys, give it up for Rhea. Hello. Hi. That's me. Wow. How was it back there? Uh, considerably less smoky. It smells like smoke, there. right? Am I yeah. crazy? Is Don Draper in the audience? Yeah, this is like a real period piece. Get in yeah. here. This is, I think, the most disparate the audience has ever been at the start. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's happening? It's just a real McDonald's play place. Yeah, it is a play place. Everybody went down the tube slide and they want to go up again and go down the tube slide again. Fall in the balls. (laughs) They don't wash those balls. No, never. (laughs) Is what I say about men. Am I right? Up top! (laughs) I don't know if men wash their balls. Um... Well, something you should know about Rhea and I, obviously we're hilarious stand-up comics, we're also fiancés of each other. I always 
like to say that when we're going to be on stage together because I don't want to because then we, we're going to start to talk about things that happen in our life when we're hanging out together. I just don't want to give like this weird impression that all comics live in one house. <laughs> we do. We yeah. live in one house. Where we, we have separate All beds. lesbians yeah. do everything together. Yeah. That is true. We've been That's having like true, a right? real effort to do things separately. Yeah. This is a real problem. Real hard. You guys, this is, a, hey, just so you know, what we're, the rights we're fighting for, one of the rights is to be away from each other. <laughs> because if you're, uh, if you, hey, if you're both, if you're both, uh, if you both need, What are we? If you both really? need breastroom in your vests, um... <laughs> If you have to wear a double-breasted vest, quadruple yeah. breasted. If vest you're a gal, if you're two gals, then there's no like built-in, you know, like then the girl. I don't. This is this how straight people talk? I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was so offensive. Yes. Yeah, that was a straight man. That was a straight guy. I was yeah. just, that's, that's what I thought a straight so man sounds like. Women are like, God, I hate it with my boyfriend. Doesn't that sound like a straight girl? That's how straight women talk, right? She's like ordering a drink. It's like, I'll take a vodka tonic. Right? Yeah. Fucking women, right? We are. Not her. She's not not fucking women. Uh, That's, we are. Just us. Each other, actually. Um, (laughs) Not right now. We're on stage. We're actually, we're doing it right now. A lot of you guys don't understand lesbian sexuality. We're having sex right now. This is it. It's the cords. It goes through the cord. Into the boot. Yep. Yeah, you gotta touch boots. That's why. She's a bottom boot. I'm a top. I don't know if you know. That's that's what we mean when we say bottom and a top. Yeah. It's, it's the boots. Yep. 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 You say, oh, which one is a steel toe? Got it. You know, you say stuff like that. Take those off and go through security. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that doesn't. Matter. Well, How many eyelets, right? Like some cool eyelet joke or something? Sure, yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. My point is, we watched the Oscars together. We did. Rio is mad. I was upset. Because of how it was so very white. It was super white. So she didn't want to watch the Oscars, but I was like... I didn't. Get in here! And so we watched them. So we watched them. Um, I just didn't tweet about it. Yeah. Which she changed st- the world. She took a stand... And didn't tweet about didn't it. Didn't tweet about so, it. So, I don't know if you guys noticed, but today, Hollywood is different. <laughs> it's very different. No, it's okay. It doesn't matter that nobody of color was nominated for anything, because they made lots of jokes about it. Yeah, they so then made it's fine. jokes about the fact that it was really white. And uh-huh. So, cleared like, up. Problem made, cleared up. Made yep. a black woman uh, do work during yeah, the Yeah, they were like, hey, <laughs> hey, watch, watch this. this box. You know, and I was like, that's my job. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, we were having fun. And I would say the biggest disappointment is that, the, is that one of my favorite films of the year, I don't even know when this movie was released, so it might not have been eligible for an Oscar. <laughs> in, this, in this particular go-round, it might be next year's Oscars. But my biggest snub is for a movie that we also watched over the weekend... A little film called The Guest. Has anybody seen this movie? Clap if you've seen The Guest. A couple people have seen it. In fact, if you've seen The Guest, you should be on your feet. Because that's a fucking great movie. It's a great movie. Now, those of you, there's a lot of people that haven't seen it. It got a super small release. I didn't even know about it, except a friend of Rhea's told us about it. So then, that's, I, listen, it's not on you if you don't know about it. 
But I want you to know about it now, like so that you can rent it. Because it stars Matthew from Downton Abbey. <laughs> this is like what he left Downton Abbey to do. Like when he when he left Downton Abbey after being killed in a car accident. <laughs> I like to just go right into spoilers. Oh. I want you to know how intentional that was. <laughs> After he married the love of his life, inherited the Abbey, and then was killed in a car accident. <laughs> nobody cares. All right. I don't, I honestly think nobody cares. Does anybody care? Does anybody feel upset? You haven't watched Downton. You're probably not going to start. If you weren't swept up, it's not, there's not a second wave of Downton fever coming. It already happened. Laura Linney agrees with me on this point. It's a really specific Downton Abbey joke that really was lost on a lot of you guys. Laura Linney was the perfect pull for that moment. Great job. Since she introduces all of the Masterpiece series, thank you to these women for knowing what the fuck I'm talking about. I like to make sure one person from every section is following my pop culture knowledge. <laughs> this guy, I don't know if you guys have noticed over here, this guy locked into me. He's, a, after I said the guest, he leaned so far forward in his seat. He almost knocked you out of the way, just like, let's talk about this movie. And I agree with you, sir. Don't you hold yourself back or put your light under a basket. <laughs> I'm not sure who we've gotten over here yet. It's, it's the, oh, probably mustache. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so we watched this movie, The Guest. Rhea, what's yeah. great about this movie? Is there anything that you would like to share with these people that obviously we're not going to spoil it? Downton spoilers, who cares? It's a great show, but like not that big of a deal. But this movie, one of the biggest movies of the 20th century. Are we in the 21st century? Whatever century we're in, it's a big Whatever deal. Whatever it is. Um, yeah. What do you do like about it? Well, I, I particularly enjoyed the performance by one Lance Reddick, who yeah, you might he? remember from The Wire. He's from The Wire. What's uh, who is he in The Wire? He's the captain. I can't yeah. remember his character's name. He's at so the moment. skinny. He's, he's such a skinny, skinny guy. Black dude, thin. real skinny. He's like, do this work. He like a triangle that. on a tiny rectangle. Yep, that's what he looks. You guys like. know the one we're talking about, right? Yeah, is that, that character I mean? from The Wire? The triangle on a tiny rectangle. Yes, you guys everyone? remember okay. the shapes of the people on The Wire? <laughs> What if I only describe string people as bell is real skinny one? Yeah. Um, He's a string, string, and then it's a bell, bell at the sort of a shape. That's how they got his name. That's what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was British either. No, he, I didn't know till the Oscars. Till the Oscars, she didn't know because that's that Idris Elba. That's British. Who, she Did went. You guys, what? Do you guys feel like ninety percent of the Oscars is? What the hell? That's British person as well? It's very educational. It is. Yeah, they're always like, they come out and, and you're like, oh, it's my favorite guy from the wild. And he's like, tuppence a bag. And you're like, you're kidding me. <laughs> step in time, step yeah. in time. Yep. Yep. He's got, yeah, like, he always goes in the chalk. He comes, there's penguins in the chalk and he dusts out your chimney. <laughs> Where are Ooh. we losing you on this? Solid Mary Poppins reference. Yeah, yeah, it's this is great. Solid Mary Poppins reference. That was great. That was another one. <laughs> Oof. 
So, uh, yeah. I just... Oh, yeah, this movie's great. I just love him because... Oh, yeah, he's in the movie. At he one plays point a tough guy movie. cop in the movie. Yes, he's a military police. Yes, in the movie The Guest, and which he is what we're talking about. chase after someone. He has to chase um, after someone. He's a cop. And uh, he, So mean. He gets... St- <laughs> he chases this person into like a like a high school dance. He's in a it's dance. A Halloween dance. He's right and they in there. Constructed a maze for the Halloween dance. Yes, this movie so takes place in a world the maze where there's a maze going into and coming out of a, a Halloween dance. A Halloween themed dance. Cuz safety protocol does not exist. Yes, so he's in it with like uh, an innocent person that he's trying to protect from and a they go through it and then the maze is live and it starts <laughs> happening or whatever. A skeleton goes like God damn it what the hell. That's in the movie. In the movie. And then somebody scared by a skeleton in the maze. And then somebody off screen goes hey is there someone in here? And then Lance Reddick military police goes military police I'm searching for so and so. Tell me how to get out of this maze. Which you think One is going to be the lines. best line in the movie. How could they have, tell me how to get out of this maze in an action thriller? How could that be a line in there? Surely this must be the best line in the movie. You think to yourself, until you hear the response from off screen, which is left, right, left, left, right, and then straight ahead. You got it? It's so good. Plus, Matthew from Downton Abbey, he, on that show, he was very British and doughy. Yeah. Um, not, like a, not in an unattractive way, but he was just like, you know, like, <laughs> I've ne- clearly, there's, I've, clearly I've, never been to, I've never been to a gym, of course. I'm, you know, because of all this wool. You know, like, he's like that kind of guy. <laughs> um, but he, he, for this movie, he lost, like, a ton of weight because I think they couldn't get Ryan Gosling because it's like yep. a B movie. Right. So they were like, what about you? Can you have a Ryan Gosling-ish body? And he, so, uh, is anybody, who here has seen Down Nabby? Have Most of you guys have seen it? Clap if you've seen Five it. Don't raise your hand. That's, why would you do that? That's bizarre. Don't do that for the rest of the show. Just clap. <laughs> Raising your hand is such a, I understand why people do it, but you can't imagine how strange it looks from this end. Just like you're at the weirdest, loosest class. Where you're like talking about butts and fuck, and then you're like, does anyone have any questions? I have a question. <laughs> Who has butts seen Downton Abbey? <laughs> you guys, then you have to see this movie. Or even just go home and look up film stills, because there's definitely a part where he whips off his shirt um, just because he did hard work. Yep. <laughs> He got to show it off. And I like that in a movie. I actually do. I think it's nice when it's like, this, yeah, this was, they paid for this, so. (laughs) Here it is. I'm going to show it to you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm contractually obligated to show it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um. (laughs) Tell me how to get through this maze. (laughs) Left, Left, right, right. left, left, straight ahead. Final point of the night, Melanie Griffith. Oh, are you guys all right? You got stressed? She didn't mean to. You just hit a certain point and you need to stop going to the doctor. It's not her fault. It happens in Hollywood. She seemed like a good mom, didn't she? Were you, were you grossed out by her response? Why did you, when I, who, I said Melanie Griffith and someone went, ugh. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. She, it's not her fault. Well, <laughs> I like that you tried to take away how seriously you felt that by just laughing hysterically. Yeah, her daughter's a terrible person. Ah! It made it more... <laughs> it actually made it more menacing, which is great. Um, her daughter's not a terrible person. I think her daughter is somebody who wanted to make some money doing her job. And somebody was like, will you do this? And she was like, ah, fine. <laughs> like, if you've seen any interviews with her about Fifty Shades of Grey, that's the only vibe she's giving you the whole time when they're like how did it feel with the spanking bench and she's just like it was de- it was decent <laughs> felt do you guys have decent. a diet coke like i just feel like she doesn't she doesn't give a shit at all which i actually think is the right way to approach that listen you're an actor you get offered this huge role that can massively change your career and suddenly you're hosting on saturday night live like you fucking take it I don't care who you are in here. That's you would take did. that goddamn role. You, yes, that's also what she does in the movie. Uh, you would take it. You would take it. You would take it, and then you would take it. I, my biggest problem is actually with her co-star. I think that dude is a slime ball because he is trying to distance himself from the S&M community in a really bullshit way. I think that guy's full of shit. If you're in a movie where you're like making tons of money and your career is taking off because you pretend that you're into S&M, don't go on, don't go on like television and talk about how your wife's not going to see it because it's too gross. Meanwhile, you're also the star of a television show called The Fall where you straight up murder women! Like five people understood the rant that I just took, but like that was perfect. It was political, it was topical, and I'm right. Like, go home and look this up, because this dude has been doing everything he can to distance himself from the SM community and like how gross it is to have sometimes like to have like little like oh god, like a little, I don't know, like a dildo was in my butt. Like he's like so upset, like my baby will never know about this. But he looks women in the face and kills them in the television show The Fall. So fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> We're gonna have some t-shirts for sale on the way out. Um, if you guys want to sign up for our newsletter, it's wehatejamiedornan.com. Yeah, that's... <laughs> we don't hate him. We're just worried about his choices. Get it together, Jamie. It's, yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Just came out a little bit? Yes. Okay. Awesome. So, uh, hey, guys. Great treat. Special friend of the show. We're so happy he's here. Let's hear it right now for Louis Katz, guys. Give it up for Louis. Hey, hi. Yeah, this is how we podcast with this little teeny thing. Yeah, I bought this whole thing for all this money to try and podcast. You're doing it on the phone you already own. Well, uh, our awesome audio guy, Ryan, used to provide all this high-tech stuff, and it just doesn't sound any different really? for this because... The whole point of this is that it's supposed to sort of sound like you're here, and uh-huh. even just like with the directional mics and stuff, that it wasn't that big of a difference. And I would like be running around or like leaving it in weird places. So yeah, I just use my phone. Man. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I think this I'm is where we're at technologically. I know it's amazing, but I, I think if you're gonna capture a whole thing, because I just I just talk for like a minute with people, I think if you're gonna capture like an hour, this would probably not oh, be okay. great quality. Oh, right. okay, now I feel so, okay about my purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Don't worry, right, you're doing right. fine. Um, you were talking. Uh, where are you living right now? I'm uh, I'm here and I'm but I'm still based in New York but I'm kind of here I don't know okay. what I'm doing I'm here till I'm about to return flight but I plan on going back to New York but I don't know I'm kind of between places you're in flux yeah well it's easy for me because I'm uh, I'm from Los Angeles so 
I have a place in New York, so it's easy for me to come back. Did you stay with family when you're here? Yeah, yeah, I'm with my parents. So that's so awesome and totally also awesome. Is that like a little so sad? A little sad. Not sad. I was just gonna say like. Surreal. Staying with your folks is always a little bit of a yeah. time warp. Yeah, and then especially if you get to do your current job yeah. while staying there, that's yeah. like a weird. Yeah, I, I worked on it. Uh, I was working all week on a packet for the new Colbert show, and then I gave it to my dad to read because he was doing that, and then he didn't like it. <laughs> he didn't like, like it. Yeah, like, uh, so that's good. So I still have that. So did that. you like rehash it? Did you ch- did you chat out no. specific jokes with him? Uh, then I real I realized he didn't get the entire premise of the uh, of the of the sketch. Oh, so, that's amazing. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, um, tell your dad that my dad says what's up because I'm sure they would get along <laughs> perfectly. Yeah, on a he used to call me after shows and give me notes the next day, and I had to wow. I had to like ban him from shows <laughs> for like a year to break him of this habit because he would call me at, like on his way to work and be like, I liked your joke, but I just feel like you didn't need to curse or like things like that. Did he ever have a good tag? No, I mean he wouldn't even give me. He wasn't giving me tags. He was giving me like, I felt like you know this joke. Like you said something sexual, and it could have been like pancakes or something. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it was, but it was a, he was a real sweetheart. So now he gets to come again because he stopped. It's cool. That's cool. Yeah. You moved the band. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I Louis Katz, you guys, let him hear it. Awesome. Uh, before I bring up your next comic, I thought I'd just share this little tidbit about myself. I took Spanish for 12 years of school, and I cannot speak it at all. But I do know the plot to the movie Selena. <laughs> Backwards and forwards. Just thought I'd share that with you guys. I feel like you're more educated now, too. And yet you still can't speak Spanish. I'm just going to let it sit for a little bit. Are you guys ready for your next comic? Awesome. He's a super good friend of the show. We love it when he stops by. You might know him from Silicon Valley, which the new season is starting soon. You guys give it up for Kamel Nanjiani. You guys just got renewed. And yes. that was just announced. Yes. And that's pretty exciting. Meltdown's coming back. Yeah. And I think it's going to be again late July, sometime late summer. We start shooting... March, April, um, yeah, very exciting. I mean, is it fun still for you to, for, for you to do that show after years of being there every Wednesday night and then also making oh. it for TV? Like, does it still make you? Are you still stoked? To Honestly, be there? I am really stoked to do the show every week. Doing the TV show is more work, obviously, and then at the end you get a product that a lot more people see. But because I've done that show and not have it feel like stressful it's an interesting experience to sort of like all right you know like add framework to something that's just your yeah kind of fuck around time i mean like right. it is exactly. you, you and john it's are friends and time. emily's there produced time. and it's like a great yeah. experience and this makes it like you have to sort of like make it a real show it's a job. Like watch yeah. it and enjoy but i think that's it's a really exciting and fun thing to do and i loved doing it last year and i loved uh, editing it a lot that was really fun but you know it's 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 when you're a producer on it there's a lot of other things that go into it like i didn't start doing comedy so i could work on people's schedules and logistics you yeah know? so that's but I mean, a, it's hilarious that the moment your dreams start coming true it like your dreams are very different versions of what you thought that was like yeah. you thought it was going out every night and doing shows 
That's sort of what it is, but yeah. it's also like so many other more businessy things. Yeah, but I think what the idea is like with the businessy stuff because I'm new to it. Hopefully, at some point you get good at it, and then yeah. you're just as comfortable with it as you are with the comedy, right? So, right. so that's that's hopefully what's going to happen. Um, but you know, if you want to do what you want to do, you're going to have to do some businessy stuff. Always. Yeah. That's I'm going to go home and do work right now yeah. in the middle of the show. Yeah. Balance Bye-bye. some sheets. Take Hey guys, that is our show. I'm Cameron Esposito. Let's hear for everybody you saw tonight. Also, there is another show starting right after this, so get the fuck out of here and we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap with your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh. Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.